Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Whether you're the type who loves to bet on sports or maybe you're only playing for the first time, either way, you need a website that gives you access to all your favorite sports and makes it simple, which is why I recommend MyBookie. That's MyBookie.ag. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use promo code DRINKINBROS to secure your deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And we're live on air for the Friday night fight sesh, even though it's Friday in the afternoon. We need a name for this, like other than preview show. Super generic. Generic. I mean, if anything, this is the Aldi's podcast of the Drinking Bros Network. Aldi's? Aldi's. Aldi's? Like the grocery, the generic grocery store? I have no idea what grocery store that is. It's a German grocery store that would sell really cheap stuff. I think Rob knows about it. It's, uh, yeah, so Aldi's, it's really weird when it was first, uh, when it first came around. Why is this always doing this, this fucking mic, by the way? I don't know, man. Just uh, figure it out. <laughs> when Aldi's first came around, like, my parents would shop at it, and it was, like, the poor people grocery store, and yeah. I'd have panic mm. attacks as, like, an eight-year-old. I'd be like, are we poor? Are we fucking poor? That was Acme in Philly. Yeah. But now it's owned by the same people as Trader Joe's. Right, right. So it's like, do they get the leftover Trader Joe's or like the Trader Joe's packaging that isn't as nice? Uh, it's kind of just, it is kind of just like a, a little bit of a dinkier Trader Joe's, but it's, it's legit now. Like they rebranded. I feel like it's all the expired mm. Trader Joe's. That's maybe. I don't like Trader Joe's. There's like no fresh food at Trader Joe's. It's all like prepackaged shit. Yeah. And it's, it's all Trader Joe's. It's brand. all bad stuff too. Flash Frozen. Like uh, oatmeal cookies that are dipped in, it's like, oh, isn't it supposed to be healthy? Isn't oatmeal cookies a euphemism for something? I don't know. Could be. Uh, if you know in the chat, let us know what oatmeal cookies means. Um, probably has something to do with the cream pie. It's for sure a sexual thing. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, if, if it's a position, uh, I would like to try it. Um, please send me a diagram in the DMs. You uh, haven't already? Uh, no. I mean, if I don't know what it is, how can I try it, Dan? I don't know. You know Let's what? see who we got in the chat. All our favorite people. Oh, dude. People are saying people. you're looking sexy as fuck. I appreciate it. I Team appreciate Paul it. member. Team Paul. We're both Team Paul members now. I actually, we might have to separate ourselves from Jake, but we are pro-Logan. Yeah, we're very pro-Logan. Yeah, Jake, uh, Jake's a little hot right now. Yeah, a little too hot to touch, you know? A little smoky. Might yeah, be some fire. where there's smoke, there is indeed fire. That is true. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, anyway, uh, I'm getting a phone call. From What's up, boys? We got Ivan. We got... Jerron. It's Jerron, right? Rob, Rob is Jerron Carter. It's J. Aaron. J. Jay Aaron. Period. Aaron. We also got Ruben and Reed White in the building. OG Nooners. We got Caleb. We got Logan. These are all my favorite people. I'm actually jealous of you. Look at the hair. It's perfect. Uh, I, I should, maybe in like a, as a sign of you know, togetherness, mm-hmm. I will also bleach my hair. I think you should bleach the beard. Just, just the beard. Just the beard. Okay. And then we need Dan's, to stand beside each other. Dan's the bottom, and Giorgio's the top. No, I, no. no. Peanut butter and jelly right there. We're, de- we're definitely a switch couple, if anything. So uh, you, you put respect on his name, Rob. Right. You, you don't just box us into genders, okay? I can't imagine that that butt would be used for anything other than... Like, the, uh, what a waste of a butt if he's going to top. It's, it's but, purely accident for the most part. Like, you don't want any part of this. But out of the two of us, he does have the nicer ass, so... Oh, I got, I got a better ass than, like, 99% of women, which is sad. Should we call your girlfriend and ask her about that? Uh, I have a better ass than her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure you clip that, Sean. Sean is our new editor. You need to clip that and send that to uh, Dan's girlfriend. I won't, though, because I fucking did something to my meniscus, so it's not cool. Oh, they want you to show it off? So my legs are about to... Uh, you know, we got the Theraguns. I might try to work it out. You think? Can, do you think Theragun will uh, fix my torn meniscus? Should we Should we break it open and use it on live on air right now? I, I don't know if that's a good idea. I'm getting a massage <laughs> early or later. So you're really walking a fine line between will Theragun mm-hmm. heal all of my ailments and uh, talking shit on Theragun? <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, I would never. They're, I love their product, but I'm saying like, will they heal my torn meniscus? And Theragun is more, it, it's more than a product. Like, I love the community behind Theragun. Like, if you own a Theragun, you're automatically a friend of mine. Right. And it, it's like when you're at the gym and you see somebody else with a Theragun, it's kind of like a Jeep wave. You just kind of go, 
Because you know they're taking it seriously. Right. Yeah, you know. They care about themselves. They care about their bodies. Look, this isn't a game for them, Dan. This is a lifestyle. Never is. Practice? Come on, practice? Uh, (laughs) PT Bates says I should rub some CBD on it. I did. Didn't work. Didn't work. Also tried some uh, lavender, some other essential oils to no avail. Have you tried bouncing your chakra? Uh, uh, with multiple items, yes. Sunning your perineum? Oh, no. No, I haven't tried that yet. And then you need to ground yourself for 15 minutes. I have some Tommy Copper, though. Okay. Yeah. What about that OG Tiger? So I'm wrapping myself up in some Tommy Copper. That still hasn't worked. No, I think you got to add the, uh, the Kinesio tape, you know, the lined tape, and then we can do some cupping on you all at once. Uh... David jo- Jacobson says uh, the pipes are looking pretty swole. Uh, I actually haven't lift arms. I, I haven't lifted in like two weeks. I oh, know he's talking to me, Dan. No, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Been doing those fifteens, those kettlebells uh, every morning. You got yourself a nice little set of kettlebells. I like yeah, that. dude, dude. Yeah. Pavlov. He was just like, Yo, you're you gotta- going for functionality. You're not going for strength. You're not going for, for size. You're just going for functionality. You want to be able to live a longer life. If I need to carry heavy things up those stairs to the Drinking Bro Studios, I can do it. I've probably hurt myself like to the point where like the last 40 or 50 years of my life are going to be terrible. It's oh, just going to be I, I nothing thought you, but I pain. thought you were saying the last 40 or 50 years of your life. No, no, I'm, I'm 40 or 50 years. I'm old. still going to live it, but I'm going to it's just going to be just nothing but pain. Like it's just going to slowly shift all throughout my body. I turned 30 in a month, so I'm just looking forward to that. To say 50 feels generous. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you trying you, you hitting 80? <sighs> I would like to live to be 130, but if that's not an option, yeah, I'll die at 50. Rob, can you pull up my bookie and see what Dan's over under is for living to 80 years old? Uh, they pop it on that, right? No, to 80? Uh, I, that's plus money for sure. It's definitely not. It's not a favorite. It's maybe like plus 270. Well, that's that would exceed the male life expectancy. That's what 76 right now. 76, 78, something like that. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, Dan. I mean, Dan's a superhuman. Mm-hmm. He's better mm-hmm. than the average. Man. And obviously, when I turn thirty, I have to immediately become just like I got to get really into the carnivore diet. Mm-hmm. I have to listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson. Uh, he course. is now my Jesus. Uh, in a month, not now, but in a month. And then I also got to swing kettlebells. So now you need you need the rotation of Jordan Peterson, Jocko, mm-hmm. and then um, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Wow, wow, really blanking on that. Runs a lot, really angry all the time. Yells at you. Oh, uh, Goggins. Goggins, yeah, yeah. Dave Goggins. Of course. The blonde, you know, I start forgetting Could things. Forget. Uh, you bimbo. It's, 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 it's hard you adjusting bimbo. to being blonde. It really is, guys. Like, I, I lose my keys. I forget things. Um, I'll also, join I, you, though. Like, the longer my hair gets, the more blonde it gets, especially in the summer. So, we'll see. Well, it's great is I, I no longer pay for dinners or drinks. I just show up places, and then, you know, people buy me things. I, it's really nice being blonde. You know, I have to admit they do have more fun. I also love how we are 10 minutes in this episode and we have not mentioned anything about the UFC or any kind of combat sports and I'm here for that. Which is, you know, right on cue. Like, this is what we do. This is the UFC show. You come for about 15 minutes of UFC discussion and then about 25 minutes of porn star discussion and then wherever it really goes. Speaking of which, uh, I got a few new follows and OnlyFans these days. Really? Yeah. How's that going? Uh, I like the amateurs. Like they, they really do it better. They work harder for the camera, and they give you more for just a subscription. All the pros, they'll show you like the bikini pics or maybe a topless, but like for the real good stuff, you got to pay the extra. These girls are letting it all fly. Are you letting it fly though? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm letting it dangle. Actually, I'm invested. I'm up in the production value. I got a new floor mirror in my house. So if any of you follow me on OnlyFans, you can check out the new floor mirror where I'll be jerking off in front of. How many followers do you have on that? Sixteen. Okay. Well, that's 16 really dedicated fans. So, I mean, that's kind of, it's, you know, a lot of people talk about having just these giant audiences. Uh, it's way more valuable to just have the really niche dedicated fans. And really the best thing you can do is have one old millionaire pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars to dance in front of him. Or just, you know, throw photos of your feet to him. Yes. So if you're an old millionaire or you know an old millionaire who likes blonde guys with dark beards, uh, send them my way because uh, I'm going to dance monkey dance. Look, so. I- I've done it before. I've sold feed picks. I've made thousands of dollars. Uh, do not tell the IRS that. But uh, yeah, I'm still in the market if you want to, you know, you want to throw are, some are bucks you, are, my way for a few feet. Are your feet as good picks. as your ass? Uh, it's very, it's very hobbity, right? Like I got size 11 feet, but they're all hairy. Ooh. Super hairy feet. So if you're into that. Have they ever asked you to put them in things? 
No? Or, or shoes. Like slowly slide your shoe in and then slowly slide your shoe out. And then sell your shoes to those people. Whoa. Actually, it's just one guy. Fucking yeah. barf, dude. So like old, all my old boat shoes that I used to wear for the for when I was in Greek life, uh, those are gone because I obviously I don't need those. So yeah, some dude's jerking off into my boat shoes now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> if, if those boat shoes weren't already stiff enough from you never wearing socks. How bad do those smell? Oh my God. One day. One day and they're done. Uh, I miss college. It was a good time, yeah. but I'm I'm kind of over it. Imagine going to college now; it would suck. True, true. I miss. Oh god, are we now those old guys talking about the old days? Well, we could do that with the uh, UFC card. I mean, I've, I mean, there's a lot of old guys. On I really card. got into the UFC in college. So did you know? Mm-hmm. So like the you know when Lesnar was coming around, those Lesnar Frank Mir fights. UFC 115, I believe that was. I uh, couldn't tell you. I, I remember 100 like so specifically because UFC 100 was a uh, the Dan Henderson versus uh, Michael Bigsbing, mm-hmm. and he hits him with the biggest right hand like ever. <laughs> One of my first UFC memories in college uh, when I first got into it was when uh, Silver wrapped his leg. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> when he, he kicked, they ch- checked the shin kick, and it just yep. wrapped. And it just wrapped around and just. I, I think that I physically was, puked that was, that, that was the beginning of the end of Silva. I guess, no, that was, yeah, officially the beginning of the end of Silva. The, the pre-end of Anderson Silva was that Shale Sonnen fight in which he had to triangle him after losing three mm-hmm, rounds in a row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, but before that, like, dude, he was just a monster. He was the John Jones before John Jones. He was the, like, he just was unstoppable. I mean, that run he made was, like, that's goat tier. So, like, speaking of goat tier, Marty's about to come in to number two. So that, that run was 16 undefeated runs or undefeated fights. The next is 13, which is John Jones, Marty. Uh, I believe it's also, oh, the Hawaiian with oh, Holloway. Mm-hmm. Max, Holloway, Max Holloway. Max Holloway. And I forget someone else is also on 13. But Marty's about to, uh, Marty's about to jump him, about to hit that 14, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but is he even, like, on your wins. radar as, like, a goat tier guy? So, I mean, do we bring that up now? Won't we? Won't we get like, through the whole cart? We'll get to that. Won't we? Won't we? Won't we sit on that? And we get to that. In right, the if, event, if you're yeah. at home, like think about that. Like, do we consider Marty Let in marinate. the goat territory? Yeah, yeah marinate on that a little bit. Uh, I mean, also think about Street Jesus. We're gonna get to him too. Uh, let's begin this card. What's the first fight on this main card, Dan? Uh, first, fucking first fight. <laughs> we're running out. Anthony Lionheart Smith again. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It seems like he fights about what once every two two weeks. I mean, he's, I mean, the he headlines like every fight night. Now he's he's you know he's opening up the uh, pay per view. Uh, he's coming off a dub, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I always fade him because obviously I just have not looked at Lionheart Smith the same since he got his teeth punched in. No, by uh, Teixeira. Yeah, <laughs> like Teixeira made pretty much. I don't know how you you come out of your corner when your teeth are falling out. Which I mean, credit to Lionheart, uh, but shame to his corner. Uh, for letting him go out and fight and just get fucking mauled by Teixeira against Jimmy the Brute Crew. Yep. The Brute. The Brute. Who you got here? Let me, let's, let's go to my book and get those odds, of course. Uh, the only place we place bets. Crew's coming off two-fight win streak, uh, a submission, anti-kill with punches. He's also 12-1. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I think this is that entry level that, like, you see a lot of these UFC fighters come in. They have, you know... So right now, this is a gatekeeping fight. And I think Anthony Smith still controls that gate a little bit. I think he he's too athletic in this in this instance. I think, especially in a three round fight, especially you know first fight of the paper, like the main card. Like I just, yeah, like he's still a good fighter. He's not like a top tier guy. So anytime he gets he fucks around with guys no, no that are no, no. above him in the rankings, he gets fucking smoked. But he's exactly the guy to keep some of these other fighters out. Yeah, like he's, he's a good really, test. Mm-hmm. He's a good first test. And you know, he, veteran. Veteran, seen of it course. all, yeah. seen it all, and he's not old enough where he's a tomato can. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. He's still yeah. super athletic, still super aggressive, um, which makes for really fun, good fights. He he forces a lot of these guys who are, are like young and a, a, a hold, padding their record a little bit to really go out there and do it. So yeah, I'm taking Anthony Smith on this. I don't know what about you, Dan. All right. So right now, uh, Anthony Smith plus one sixty, Jimmy the Brew Crew minus two hundred. I think Jimmy gets it done. I just I, you do? I, I can't put money on fucking Lionheart. I just can't do it. I, I just don't think Jimmy's the caliber yet. You know, I think this. You don't think so? No, I think the, I think a loss here maybe puts him back on track. He's about a decade younger. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I, I guess this is the fight that sh- that proves whether or not if, if Anthony Smith gets smoked here, he's mm-hmm. probably pass- he, go, he he goes to PFL. <laughs> like, like that's like, he goes to Bellator, like, like whatever. No, I don't even think Bellator would take him. I think he goes no. to PFL. One FC, still a thing. Maybe they they like really buff guys at one FC. So you know those Asians really do like the physical specimens. They'll they'll just watch anybody fight. Yeah, I like Jimmy here again. I hate laying minus two hundred. Uh, so I'll probably throw that in a parlay. I won't I won't bet that straight up. Uh, but yeah, give me Jimmy the brute crude. He uh, kind of gets you know maybe not like a pretty good knockout. And you think like, crude knocks him out? I think if crude wins, he wins on decision. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he I think he survives and frustrates Anthony. Um, See, if it goes decision, I think Anthony Smith actually wins here. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow, we're we're really just, split on this. We, yeah. haven't been, we haven't been so split on this in a while. No. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I think I. Th- yeah, I think Anthony. I think Anthony. TKOs him if he wins. I don't think he. I don't think he puts him out, but I think it's a, a, an ability to defend himself. Defend himself. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Anthony kind of rushes him, maybe catches him with something, and then finishes him off with a barrage. But this next fight, this next fight's fun too. Uriah Hall, Chris Weidman, dude, dude, this is, I, this is fun. How old do you think Chris Weidman is now? Seventy-six years old. No, he uh, weirdly is not. I, I thought the same thing. He's way younger than I thought. How old is he? Oh well, I just lost internet. Oh, no. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull up how old Chris Weidman is. He is 36 years old. Yeah. Would have thought he'd be in his 40s by now. Now, Uriah Hall, also 36. So, two, like, kind of. When, two. Was, la- when was Chris Weidman's last fight, though? Oh, it's been a while. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I'm gonna br- I'll bring that up real quick. Sorry I don't have a computer with all this in front of me, guys. Uh, you know. Thank God for iPhones. <laughs> Got the internet back. Let's look. Well, Weidman hasn't fought. Since Omar Nakhalev. And that oh, was he fought in 2020. 2020. Yeah, okay. that was one 2020 fight. And then it was a fight night. Yeah, he's basically just fought once a year for the past three years, four years. So not looking great. Like 2019 that. lost to Dominic Reyes. Yeah, he's, doing, he's doing the like one fight a year since 2018. Yeah, I mean, other than beating Kelvin Gastelum, I think 2017. Right after Kelvin lost to uh, Izzy. Izzy, yeah. yeah. So I think he was. It's not really a great win. But then he's just lost to everyone else in the division. Luke Rockwell, Yo Romero. Yeah. Ah, man. Yeah, it's not the same dude, obviously. He made that run in 2011, 2012. Where no, he, no, no. It's, he's beating Damian Maya. He's beating... Um, I think we forget that, too, with a lot of these veterans. Like, you're just... You, it's he beat 10 Anderson's, years ago. Yeah, yeah. He beat that. He, Silver wrapped his leg around him, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. 2013. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And then also knocked he knocked out uh, Silva in the three match. Yep, so yeah, yep, yep, that was the beginning of the end. You know, is I think this is a big win for Uriah Hall. To be honest, I think this is like a a little jewel on his belt, a little little thing to hang his cap on. You know, a little, little special moment. Okay, a little, little something. Does it mean anything? It does, because he's still that guy. Because like, we can talk about it like this. Like, we can talk about him, like, not being the same person he was 10 years ago. But, you know, when you stand in that ring with someone else, he still thinks he's that man. He's still going to fight as hard, you know. You're still beating a man trying to come beat you. I guess what I'm saying, what is next for Uriah Hall if he beats uh, Weidman? He stays in the UFC. <laughs> That's what so he gets. It's, he it's gets a loser. to keep coming back. A loser gets cut here. Whoever loses... Dana just cuts immediately. I mean, it's with a lot of these veterans, man, they've let a I lot better of, people go than these. I guys. dig these matchups. Like it's essentially a like WWF loser leaves town match. Yeah, this is the pink slip fight. Why don't they just do that? Like, just be transparent. Just tell everybody that no, you, if you lose this fight, you're done. You're out. They should be way more open about that. Dana, I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> Lean into that. Again, that's fun for us to say. I don't think uh, they can come out and say that because this is not the WWE. So you're, fight, you're fighting they, for they try to have, they, they, They're trying to have like a crumb of professionalism here. <laughs> like, no, no <laughs> chance. This, this is an entertainment product. Loser leaves town. Like, and then you sl- you show the guy as he's walking out of the arena. Just follow him very like with a steady cam, just very slowly as he's making his final. His bags are already outside the locker room. Bags are thrown at him. <laughs> With a bellhop. <laughs> they tell him to give back the U- the UFC merch. Yeah, they're like, hey, you can't you can't take that home. Those what is it? Viper yeah, that sponsors Viper, them yeah. now. Yeah, th- that Viper gear. You got to take it off now. I'm sorry, you can't you can't leave with that. 
No, no, no. You you actually can't wear Viper gear anywhere anymore, or we'll sue you for claiming to still be in the UFC. <laughs> right, like they don't want to be seen with you wearing their products. So no, it's, please, it's a bad look. Please go put that Asics on or whatever sponsors the PFL. Go back, go back to Reebok. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't even let them wear old Reebok gear. <laughs> oh, and now we're on to the first. Of first the, of oh, actually, two you, female did you, fights. You didn't even give your pick on this. Uh, Uriah Hall. Yeah, Uriah Hall. Minus as well. 105, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got decision or you got stoppage? Uh, probably stoppage, right? I think stoppage yeah. as well. Yeah. So we both got Uriah Hall on the stoppage. I'm going to go third. Stoppage in the third. No, you think it goes that long? Yeah, I do. I think they kind of get gassed. <laughs> They're both like too, too much of a veteran to like let that happen. Yeah. I think they'll look at each other for half of the first. Like maybe 12 strikes total. Yeah. Yeah. In the and, first then, round. yeah and then maybe something gets going towards the end of the first and then they're okay. both scared and need to fight in the second. I, I buy that. Okay. Yeah. I, you talked to me into that. Valentina Shevchenko. How do you feel better? Yeah. Sure. Here, let me give you uh, my pick immediately. The over. <laughs> Female fight. Yep. Give me the over. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, you'd probably definitely take the over in this. And do uh, you think Jessica Andrade has, uh, has a shot? Yeah, probably. I think she's the closest on the numbers, right? Uh, she's of the title fights? No. Or is that Rose? No, it's Rose. Rose um, she's plus 325. Maybe worth a sprinkle. Maybe sprinkle it. Maybe. Or do you... Or do you she's, a, she's a shorty, right? Or do you bring Valentina into that parlay? Andrade is like really short. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, so how, what is the, the reach advantage that uh, Valentina has? Uh, let's bring that up. Like, how much taller is she? She's like a she, foot taller. She has a four and a half inch reach advantage. Oh. Uh, oh, Ross is throwing me something. Little product. Ooh. 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 Ta- Giorgio's got a tank. What is that? It is a tactical brewing company. Oh, go ahead and uh, cut a little, cut a little single of Dan real quick. Oh, you're about to throw it on? No, just dude, go back to Giorgio. Take it. There we go. There we go. We're about to be shadow banned on YouTube now for just being too risque. Oh, no, I'm blonde, so, you know, they, it's, it's going to help with the algorithm. Oh, well, yeah, actually. Good point. <sighs> oh, yeah, this is definitely, uh, all of a sudden, this, this episode just got monetized. You just went full Cali. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I went full, uh, full douchebag. You went full Uriah Faber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, am a, I am a Gordon Ryan's gay stunt double. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I am Machine Gun Kelly without the AIDS. You do, you do. That's a great look for you. You know, you got Abe Lincoln on your chest. I look like I live in a van and surf for a living. I don't understand the connection uh, with Abe Lincoln, and it's like I know Tactical Brewery is in Orlando, but it looks like very Miami Vice. Look, if there was an, a Miami Vice Abe Lincoln, that would be my favorite president. If Abe Lincoln like didn't free the slaves and was just smuggling cocaine in from Colombia, wasn't that LeBron James when he was on the Heat? <laughs> he had that neck beard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ross just told us the connection is the seltzer is shipping from Miami. So, you know, be, uh, be on the lookout for the seltzer soon. Have we, have we dropped the name yet, Ross? No. Okay. No, Giorgio has, though. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so please do not drop that again, Giorgio. No, no, no. No, definitely not. Um, so, Jessica Andrade, Valentina Shevchenko. Mm-hmm. Four and three advantage for Valentina. Valentina wins, but I, I think it's probably worth just. Does Jessica have a shot if she gets her to the ground? No. Brazilian? Well, it's the only chance, right? Um, yeah. She's and, do you think Imanari will finish? Like, she's getting destroyed. <laughs> so, again, Hit take... her with the roll! Hit her with the roll! <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, she, is, she, or, uh, is he in the, her corner? I hope so. Like Tony? <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> She's just getting her ass beat for four and a half rounds, and he's just, just looking. He's just bravo. Like, hit her with the roll. Hit her with the roll. <laughs> also, if you guys want to go look up what an Eminari roll is, please, please just I'll take a second on YouTube and go look at that. It kind of looks like you fall to your butt and then dive underneath someone's legs, and then end up in some sort of a knee bar heel hook. Uh, not a very high high efficiency move per se. Not a lot of guys doing that at the highest level. But, no, you you're, know. you're ready to uh, move on from this fight because I don't really care. I actually care about the Rose fight. I have a different reason for picking who I'm going to pick in this. But I'm going to let you start. Uh, actually, let's uh, before we do that, obviously I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Fuck, I'm going to go with Jessica, but uh, at plus three twenty-five, and I'm going to take the over four and a half. I think this goes the distance. Uh, 
Rob, let's get your first three picks of the UFC card. Um, first off, who do you like, Lionheart or Jimmy Crute? Uh, you know, you have to go with Lionheart with a name like that. Uh, Richard the Lionheart was the only uh, real crusader to fight um, Salah Hadin to, to a draw. So I like that. I like that name. You can't just call yourself Lionheart, I think. What about Brute? Jimmy the Brute? No, he sounds like a fucking caveman. He kind of sounds like, yeah. like He a, looks like a caveman. He, he kind of sounds like a like the muscle for like a really bad uh, he, mobster the, family. The Brute sounds like someone in the employ of Richard the Lionheart, to be honest. Like, mm, send out the Brute yeah. to fight their fucking... And he, he, gets, the and he gets murked. Like yeah, immediately almost. Yeah, by the good guy. Some curvy sword just slices them in half. Yeah, right. The brute's got like just dragging a club, and then it's like the opening scene of Troy and Brad Pitt just yep. stabs it. Right. Yep. In the, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I need to go back and watch it. That's Big a good hype up scene. It is it's so good. Brad Pitt just running at somebody and then jumping in the air and stabbing him. Right. I, I actually like the part where he tells a little kid that no one's gonna remember him after he dies. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'd be scared of him. That's why no one will remember your, your name. name. That's true. <laughs> Something like that. Or if it was yeah. like more modern, it'd be one of the like uh, kind of like assassins they send in for uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah, that Bourne takes care of in like five minutes. Like I just he, like that it causes the, a little trouble, like throws him through a table. Yeah. But, you know, Bourne's always taking care of him, yeah. I just like that that's the opposite. Brad Pitt uh, did the anti-mean Joe Green to a little kid. Like, he <laughs> didn't throw him his jersey. He was like, you're going to die alone and unremembered. I mean, he's just trying to teach the child machismo, right? Yeah. Trying to, t- trying to teach him to be courageous, mm-hmm. to, not, to, to not see fear. Yep. All right, so who do you like in the <laughs> Weidman Uriah Hall fight, Rob? Uh, Uriah Hall, uh, Uriah is the name of some sort of like scrappy country person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he, yeah, like some kind of, some kind of, some kind of Amish person <laughs> who like just got strong building barns. Okay. Like, uh, Jebediah, Uriah. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. going with Uriah. You know Uriah's skin color, right? I don't need to. I know the name. Okay. Okay, you are describing the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean. Look, I don't know what his skin color is. Maybe he was raised by dude. Rob's going to Rob's going to go undefeated on this card. By the way, he's going to go. No doubt, he knows nothing about the UFC, so he's just going to pick nothing but winners. Oh, of course he is. And we're going to go zero for five. So whatever. Well, actually, if that if that's the case, it's he's on the, Uriah. It's the bracket. It's the same thing with the brackets. The bracket. Uh, right. The bracket theory. I was yeah. like Jessica and accounting. Had a perfect bracket. Yeah. She, she won the bracket contest, and she picked off mascots. Yep. Yeah. No, I get it. What do you got in the Valentino-Jessica fight? What are the, who are the people? Valentina Shevchenko and Jessica Andraj. Uh, oh, man. Valentina Shevchenko sounds like a, a fucking 98-pound tennis player, so I'm going to go with the other one. Okay, you're going to go with the 29-year-old 5'1 girl versus the 33-year-old 5'4 girl with the 4.5-inch reach advantage. Yes. Who is the reigning champion? Uh, dude, there's no way Andrade no, is 5'1". She, she might be 4'10". <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, give me that midget. <laughs> Rob, we're trying to monetize here. And look, YouTube says they can show male nipple, but we can't use the M-word. Oh, fuck. All right, let's get on to the, the two title fights that I actually care about. The Willie Zhang versus Namakunish. And I realized I had oh, to gross. Do yeah, both names in that accent once a, I started doing it. Not a great accent. Um, I really didn't mean to go there. It just kind of happened. Yeah, well. Not intentional. I mean, you're kind of doing what Rose did, right? With her shit talking. Uh, kind of getting a little racial, right? She's doing the, uh, the whole Joanna where she's talking shit uh, to Zhang and her, her whole country, really. I think this is the most NBA fight that we have in the sense that this is China's first UFC champion. Yes. And that's a large market. And I don't think they're going to lose that market. No, she's a fucking beast. I'm Yes, she is. She is going to fuck up Rose. <laughs> I feel bad for Rose. Zhang just doesn't feel pain. No. No, and just I'm, keeps moving forward. She's those she's those ch- Chinese gymnasts from like 2008 who just like staring on the bars, just like looking forward. You, I mean, can we can we just throw up the photo of uh, Joanna's face from last year? Like, oh, that that that. <sighs> what what the Wayne J. What, what she yeah. did? I mean, it was a great fight. Like, uh, obviously, props to Joanna for surviving that. But Jesus, Christ. I feel like Joanna won that fight. I feel like a lot of people did. A good, all right, tell him the name, and then I want to see how Rob spells this. Uh, <laughs> Zinjacek. 
do, do, what, what is your guess? How would you spell it, Rob, you think? Uh, it's J-E with like a little... Uh, Unlau? little hook. D-R-Z-E-J-C-Z-Y-K. You got that? Z-Y-K. Yeah. So this is the first time Ross has seen this, or Rob has seen this photo. Yeah, Rob and, uh, hasn't seen this photo. Um, yeah, go ahead and throw that. That's camera eight. Yeah, you go wanna, ahead and hit that switch eight that. button. Yeah. You. So uh, I don't think Rose is going to look this bad after the fight, but uh, it's going to be similar. Uh, obviously, she has a shaved head as well, so it's not going to look great. No, no, no. That's a lot of swelling. That's a <laughs> lot of contusion. And uh, if you guys remember watching this fight, Wailing just kept hammering punches. Like, th- it looked like a... Uh, Clay Guida fight. <laughs> like an old Clay Guida where they're just both just swinging at each other nonstop, just take them to the head. But neither one of them would go down, so I appreciated that. Yeah, I mean, again, props to Joanna for surviving, but I don't... You thought she won that fight? Nah. You can't, you can't win the fight when your face looks like that. I mean, Whaley's eye was closed up. Like, she couldn't see out of it, and she's pouring blood. Damage should mean something. Yeah, but how do you equate damage? Because that brings us back to the whole Nick Diaz, like, Nate Diaz thing. Like, like, would you have so much scar tissue built up around those, like, hard bones and those, like, uh, jaw lines and eyebrow lines? You, you bleed so easily. Like, you open up with, like, a flick. Yeah. No, I get that. Uh, but the, neither of them really have that much, like, you know, scar tissue built up. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, we're, we're rewriting the rules here. <laughs> Obviously, because it the, ju- be the, judging, the judging is trash. Yeah. All these case by rounds. case basis where you're like, you know what? We know if you blow on Nate Diaz, he bleeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll factor that in. Okay, new, new thing. We get those uh, body scanners from the airport. And in between every round, they do a full body scan. I know it doesn't tell us anything about the damage, but I just want to see people do it and kind of do this pose. Get the ultrasound. Get the ultrasound done. <laughs> With the blue gel. Just, it's like, like, just, just rubbing them. Here is all just the, the shit that's built up in your knee. And we bring back John Madden. He's like, all right, we got some damage here, we got some damage here, and he's going to take care of him. Lots of damage in the face. I mean, he hasn't done anything for 20 years. You might as well. Can we get him on the network? Like, how much, how much does he cost now? I, I bet we could just roll him. Like, obviously, we, we get him on his bus. Okay. We tell him we're just going to go visit your grandparents or, or your, your grandkids or your great-grandkids. We impersonate John Madden's grandchildren to kidnap him. There's no way he's, like, fully... Functional no, up there. No, you know? no, no. Is he alive? John Mann is alive, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Dude, I'm, I'm in on impersonating. Maybe well. I don't know. Uh, if you guys want to see us impersonate John Madden's children and try to kidnap him, uh, let us know in the chat. That'd be a, that'd be Grandchildren. Or maybe great-grandchildren. He's, he's a fucking old dude. I mean, yeah. He was, he was old in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, still. Still, uh, still a great name. Like, all-time name. Oh, yeah. He'll probably be remembered more for the video game now. Of course. And, uh, Do you think he got good residuals on that? I wonder what his deal was. To the point where he doesn't have to. He hasn't worked for the last twenty years. It's pretty good. Well, yeah, but I mean, that can mean a lot of things. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't fly. <laughs> Does he not? It's much cheaper to drive. I don't know. It's a uh, bus. Once you own the bus, I guess it takes a while. You're good. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking stoppage actually from Willie. Yeah, I think she wins in the second. I'm thinking stoppage in third. TKO with punches. Yep. Uh yeah, Rose. Uh, Rose is it's weird because Rose never really talks that much shit. She's usually pretty reserved. Yeah, I think she needs to build her character a little bit more if she's gonna be like a long standing. Uh, she got a little push from Dana. Yeah, I think it's like if you're gonna be here for a minute, you know, we're gonna build a bunch of fights around you, and depending upon what happens, bringing you as a major part of this card. Basically, Joe Rogan gave her a nickname once, and now she's in the UFC for like ten years just because off thug Rose. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it happens. Shout out to Joe. Main do, fight? We, do we move on to the main, the main fight event of the evening? The title fight? The five-round fight. Live in Miami, Florida. Marty Usman. Versus Street Jesus. Speaking of which, before we even get into that, you know he's a uh, little segue, speaking about Street Jesus. Oh, he's by the way, also, Pat full house in Miami this weekend. 15,000 individuals. Home game for Masvidal. Home game. He's starting his own promotion. It's a bare knuckle boxing MMA league. Isn't that a thing already? No, there's a bare knuckle boxing league. 
but bare knuckle MMA. MMA. Okay. So which essentially I, what he did with Kimbo. Yes. Which is exactly what he was, how he was prompting it. He's like, he's mm-hmm. trying to find the next generation of great street fighters. So right. give them a platform and then slowly, eventually try to grow them into the UFC or something. I think they like paid. ingrained that into the video game too, the UFC four or whatever. Oh, that'd you be like, so funny. For, at least from the commercials I saw, like you fight in a backyard in a cage. Oh wait, no, that's real. In the game? Yeah. I don't know. I saw it in the trailer. Oh, be, like if you start it. out as a street fighter and like you can turn down contracts. <laughs> Like the career mode just gets so built up. I do it up. for the love of the sport. <laughs> you get arrested and you have to just like wait and watch the game for 15 minutes. <laughs> Be great if video games were like super realistic to the point. It's like, oh, actually, uh, you uh, you broke your leg. You have to wait here. You can't play the game for another six months. You're, just, you're, just, you're hitting square to heal. <laughs> you're, just, you're like, God damn it. You're doing physical therapy. <laughs> like you just have to do six months of physical therapy in the game. I love it. It's the, it's the Grand Theft Auto of UFC games. What? Oh, uh, like San Andreas, where you you could work out. Yeah, yeah. I actually like that. He's like, yeah. if you you don't work out, you get fat. It's a it's an RPG. It's like a it's a it's a real play game. There's like other people in it too. You're like talking trash to other people online. Spider Avatar. I'm sure people would play that for about five minutes oh, and yeah. uh, move on. It'd be over. Just like I think that. Uh, Bare knuckle MMA league will be. I give that like three events. Uh, it depends who they get. Like, I mean, obviously they had Paige. Paige lost. Oh, in the bare knuckle boxing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She just needs money. Well, yeah. She, pretty much, you get a name. Just get a name, and somebody will tune in. No one's going to tune in. I think for that's no the sport of boxing in general. If you just have a name, people will watch you fight. Uh, Andy Ruiz is fighting this weekend. I think. Who's he fighting? Uh, his doppelganger. Yeah. Uh, well, his. I guess his mentor, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't remember his name. Don't remember his name. He was like an IBF champion, I think, for like uh, two weeks. But same model, just fat dude. Fat Hispanic guy. A lot of power in those punches. Yeah. Already forget his name, though. Yep. See, that's how, that's how relevant boxing is right this now. This is, yeah, where the sport of boxing is. Um, if it's not Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury, I don't care about it. And, yeah. And I only know Andy Ruiz because he's fat. And because he knocked out Anthony Joshua. Well, yeah. And then he forgot that he had a rematch clause for six months later. Yeah, and he got even fatter and bought a Rolls Royce, and it was like, this is not look good. When he did that, when he did that Joe Rogan interview afterwards, they were like, Anthony Ruiz has been eating and then spending all his money. And then he, when he weighed in, and he was close to 300 pounds, he blamed uh, the sombrero for his weigh-in. For, yeah. It's a, it's a heavy-ass sombrero. Yeah. yeah. Him and Dominique Wilder with those heavy outfits. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not talked about enough how Wilder's like, I didn't have legs. Don't wear a 100-pound outfit into the the ring. Meanwhile, Tyson Fury is being carried out by, on a throne. Yeah, by his gypsy army. By gypsy (laughs) women, which were pretty sick. Yeah, his his concubine of gypsy women. Yeah. You know, he he masturbates seven times a day to increase his testosterone before that fight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's actually a thing with uh, women athletes as well, but the like they get fucked. Yeah, Ronda Rousey used to do it. Yeah, with uh, yeah, her trainer turned white or her husband right now. Why would every female athlete not do that? I'm I'm confused. Too. In, so so like they have an athletic performance benefit after getting fucked. Mm-hmm. It builds By up a dick. Yeah, because you really? get that T right. You yep. Get that T. Gets a, it's you. a little bit of a, a testosterone. So injection. you definitely don't pull out, right? They always ask you. Got to go. Yeah, fully leave it in. Okay, is that I'm sure there's cream pie situation. I want a sports science about the Olympic Village on Dude, how someone won Olympic gold medal because they get Brinkus. We get Brinkus. They should. Yeah. yeah, we need Brinkus to talk about this. I want, I want to break down some of these like track events that are like to the micro percent of performance. Be like, no, no, she just she won because she got fucked. But it, um, ma- it makes me wish someone would like moneyball that with the WNBA and one team is just getting drilled right before every game. Like they just, well, <laughs> they just have like twelve wait, wait, studs. I mean, in a, there. G- a good, good bit of those female athletes in WNBA are pegging each other. So right, I was about to say, but that. that's it's, like, it's not sexual. It's not the same, I guess. It's not sexual. Why are most great female athletes also lesbian? Like how how does uh, this, this, we're now Amanda Nunes? We have competing, we have competing yeah. research here. Amanda Nunes is the great. I mean, is she in the goat tier of uh, well, it's lesbian like, athletes? I, I feel like the the sex thing is it's like. It's not going to help in the long run, but it's like a little key bump of performance. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably about as much of performance as a key bump. Probably. Yeah. I'd imagine. You, well, you yeah. want to come out hot. 
right? I mean, they, uh, so Dr. McGuire said there's an optimal arousal theory. Shout out Dr. McGuire from University of Missouri. Um, yeah, so there's like a, a certain point in which your arousal that you have af- peak athletic performance, and then after that, it's a bell curve, and you start to go down. Yeah, you can only, yeah, I, I get that. That makes the sense. The human body can only do so much, yeah. You want to be in the healthy part of the, the bell curve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we actually, we didn't actually get your uh, pick for the last fight, Rob. Who do you got, Ro- Thug Rose or uh, Zhang? Which one is Street Jesus? No, no, this is the female fight. Oh, I'm so, oh, uh, oh I, I'm picking the one whose head wasn't reshaped. Okay, okay. so well, really? she also was, is not in this fight, but um, the one that did that to her is, yeah. your, is your pick? Okay, sure. Yeah. You're, you're on Zhang. You're pro-China. Yeah, well... Good to see that you're pro-China, Rob. <laughs> look, I, I don't bet against a robot in a fight. No, and she's also LeBron James' favorite fighter, so, you know. Wait, is that true? No. <laughs> I wanted it to be. Dude, a lot of people are saying you're looking good with the blonde hair. I'm jealous, man. I'm I jealous. appreciate it. There will be a T-shirt coming out soon, uh, a blonde Papa G shirt that you can be able to buy on uh, Drinking Bros. Don't monetize this. You lost the bet. Actually, I respect it. But shut up. <laughs> that is uh, that is uh, Dan off camera telling other Dan to shut up, and we are monetizing everything. So <laughs> we're gonna monetize that beard. Okay. Yeah. What you monetize your feet, motherfucker? Well, oh. those hairy ass hobbit feet. Well, it's a personal decision, but I don't know. I mean, you look good, but am I, am I going to wear your head? Are you going to have the headphones on the shirt as well? You probably got to have the headphones on. Maybe. People don't recognize you without the headphones. No, or the mic in front of my face. This close or like... <laughs> he did it. He did it. Yeah, you have a lot of Ross in you now. Yeah, a lot of Ross in me. Uh, I, got, I got COVID vaccine now. I got the uh, antibodies. Because you had COVID? No, because Ross had it, and I just deep throw that mic. That's okay. Can do. Yeah. Uh, That's how that works, right? It's the best way to do it. Yeah. There'll be a, there'll be a thing underneath our uh, show now that sends you to a website. All right, so let's get to the main <laughs> event. The reason people are here. The only reason people will buy this pay-per-view, probably. I mean, the reason the people are in the chats for uh, these pipes. Actually, <laughs> boys, if you don't mind, before we get to the main event, we have some people paying for this. Oh, do yeah, we? Yeah, you might well, want to. Who the hell's paying for us? Me and Giorgio. Yeah, do you and George, Giorgio to fucking put a mic down his throat? <laughs> uh, well, Killcliff CBD, uh, if you didn't know. Killcliff, we love Killcliff here. We're both drinking it right now. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Drinking, <laughs> drinking the energy drink. Um, but KillcliffCBD.com, head over there and order it. They're also uh, getting in, getting uh, some Killcliff products in the stores. If you're in Texas, H-E-B, starting, you're going to start to see that uh, around town. But you go to KillcliffCBD.com and what is it, 20% off? 20% off with the code what 25% off with the code drinking bros even better yep Killcliff is my favorite energy drink in the world the CBD great on its own if you want to chill out uh, great with some booze well they both are great with booze I guess it's great for recovery too if you think that you can make it in the MMA and like watching these inspires you to go out there and start training grab a little Killcliff CBD for recovery it's what Rogan does I, it's what it's what Whaley Jang uh, drank before she did that to Joanna <laughs> Joanna Joanna probably should drink one for recovery of that head too. Go ahead, probably go ahead, how go ahead she got hit, back to normal. Hit eight yeah. again, real quick. Just, just, just show them. I'd imagine that's how this she got back to normal. Didn't yeah. she? She? Yeah. This is uh, the body you need Killcliff for. Yeah, we can't say that Killcliff fixed that, but we can't also say that it, not it didn't. Fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we no. have no idea. We have no idea. Uh, Killcliff is great. Killcliff is a great way to uh, make your body feel better. You know what else is? Theragun. Ooh. All right. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete like these fighters or uh, someone like me who is just fucking milk. Uh, Theragun, uh, you know, Theragun, or just trying to make it through the day, which is what Theragun says. Uh, you know, Theragun can help. Theragun can help you no matter who you are. Theragun is uh, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's quiet. It's as quiet uh, as an electric toothbrush. So it's not doesn't sound like a jackhammer in your house, I guess. We have a, a, a terrible um, massage gun at my house that scares the shit out of our dogs. Interesting. Yeah, they don't like it. Now, granted, my dogs are cowards. So speaking uh, of depth, speed, and power, go ahead and cut that camera back to me. Um, yeah, no, that was, that was the joke. Uh, also, uh, if you own a Theragun, you're actually now best friends with me. 
because uh, Theragang. Yeah, Theragang. Theragang hard. We need to get some shirts made. Probably a Facebook group. Uh, it's going to be bigger than the Jeep Wave. So mm-hmm. get in early. What's our, what's our Theragang? Yeah, what's the promo code for that? Uh, the promo code is Drinking Bros. But uh, yeah, so hold on. I want to tell you about Theragun. Do you think people just know about Theragun? They know how great it is, but they don't... Well, people need to know that I also... Yeah. Depth, power, and speed. Yes, so, I know that. Know. There's a Gen 4 Theragun out now. That's what we're talking about here. It doesn't just feel good. Wait, wait Gen 4? Gen 4. Whoa. Yeah, this isn't some iPhone 1 stuff. All right, this is... We're, we're, the technology is... Advanced? Yeah. Uh, it gets to the source of pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy which goes 60 percent deeper than vibration alone this isn't just a freaking vibrator all right it's gonna get your muscles going uh and the oled screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future again i do feel like i'm holding something from the future yeah when I hold it. it's rad it, I, I like to put a fair gun in one hand and then myself in the other and uh, it's, my, it's my favorite yeah. thing to hold and mm-hmm. you can use it for injury you can just use it if you're you know everyday life just want to get some stress out uh, so, you know, go to their site, check it out. The Theragun app, uh, you know, it learns from your behaviors and, and it suggests routines to you, which is ridiculous. Uh, it's trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid. Really? Yeah, your fave. Absolutely and, not. And uh, elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre, I meant the sport was your fave. Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, uh, and hundreds of others. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $198. Go to Theragun. Theragun.com slash drinking bros right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's Theragun.com slash drinking bros. Theragun.com slash drinking bros. We also, you know, that helps your body, but you need a little release of the mind too. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And the best way to get a little peace of mind is with Policy Genius. Oh. If you got a bunch of insurance, April means a lot of not so fun things. You know, you're getting fooled. I guess, even though April's almost over. Getting rained on. It's dumping outside. I don't know if you could hear that. Oh, we, we can hear it. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't done your taxes yet, doing your taxes, too. But uh, you need something positive to balance it all out. So, you know, consider uh, shopping for home and auto insurance with Policy Genius. They help you find the best home and auto coverage, uh, similar to what you have now. You know, if you're happy with what you have now, but maybe not the price. But they find it for you at a lower price. Uh, in fact, they've saved customers up to $1,055 per year by reshopping their home and auto coverage. Uh, and getting started is super easy. Just go to policygenius.com, answer a few questions about yourself and your property, whether it's your car, your house, whatever, uh, or both. Uh, and then Policy Genius takes it from there. They compare rates across the United States uh, and our top insurers from Progressive, Allstate, you know, whatever. Um, the Policy Genius team looks at all the ways to maximize your savings. Uh, they bundle your home and auto if that's the best if, for you. If not, you know, they'll find something else. Uh, they find a better rate than what you're paying now. And if they do, they'll switch you over for free. And that kind of service has actually earned Policy Genius a five-star rating over thousands of reviews on uh, Trustpilot and Google. Policy Genius can promise that you won't leave their website feeling like a fool. They've saved customers up to $1,055 per year compared to their current home and auto policies. Head to policygenius, uh, policygenius.com to get started today. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. It really is. Well done, Rob. It's nice to get that ad right, man. You just crushed that. Like, I can give him a little. Give him a round of applause. Yeah. That's hey, right. If, if you're at home watching us, I can chat, read. Give, give, give Robert input. He, I mean, that's something that none of us in this room can do. Yeah, man, Giorgio trying to do that. Are you kidding me? No. What? No. Oh, no. No. I can't I, say I, would, I, I mean, I already said ridiculous things in the middle of that. I was cutting him off to say things that they probably weren't happy about, but, you know. Oh, we'll, cut, we'll cut it out in post. All right, we'll fix it all in post. We'll fix it in post, yeah. Are we, are we there now, Dan? Is it time? It's, is it time? it's is, 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 time. Is it time for everything that these people have been waiting for? Our official predictions. Are you ready for five rounds of nonstop footstomp action? (laughs) Boom. I am. Me too. I think it's a technique rarely underutilized, and I think he made it popular for a little bit, and people are still leaning away from it. The over-under position with a heel down to the top of your foot, one, creates damage. You can no longer put pressure on it. As that foot swells with blood, you don't want to kick as much anymore. And where, where, where was Masvidal winning that first fight? If, if anywhere. The first round, maybe. Uh, uh, on where his feet? he was on his feet. And then, uh, yeah. Well, he was gassed. He had, what, six days notice? 
for that fight. So that's something. That's the reason he has the, the title fight again. Okay, so like he made weight on six days' notice. Let's talk about this. They announced the fight. He In has Dubai, to tra- right? He has to travel to another country. Mm-hmm. Has to quarantine the entire time. Does has none of the facilities that he needs. So, like, saying the man wasn't in shape and wasn't training, I don't know how much we can really put credit on that. I think that he was in real good shape. I think he was in striking area to make the weight in a hotel, which, guys, cutting weight is yeah, not the easiest thing I believe in the he, world. he posted a photo of him crushing a pizza on the way to Dubai on a plane. Yeah, I mean, that pizza weighs probably a net weight of... No, I'm saying, like, he was confident it. enough that he could make weight that he just crushed pizza right before. I mean, that's for, uh, you know, illusion. That pizza... It's, it's mass weight didn't really weigh that much and pizza being unhealthy for you is not going to turn that into fat within the time that he needs to make that weight so it's more of just uh, for the show mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah he did confidently make weight he did do it um, I don't think it's going to be that different so I think the difference isn't so much in the preparation time he had the difference is going to come from what did he learn from that first fight and if he learned enough to make the adjustments here I don't think it matters. Uh, I do. I was impressed. Really? Because he stuffed, he stuffed 13 takedowns. He did. He did. And I was impressed with that. Super impressed with that. I just don't like, it's just volume, right? With Usman, he's, he's just going to keep coming. He's well, going to keep it's, doing it's, the same it's, thing. It's the gas tank. He has the best gas tank in MMA. Yes. And he's going to do the same thing. It's just like, all right, you're going to stuff my, my takedown. I'm going to keep coming. He stopped Gilbert with the jab. Yeah, but Gilbert. I mean, dude, I mean, he's, he's got a good jab now. Gil- he, if Gilbert's work- not Masvidal on his feet. No, and Gilbert's also not Masvidal with the with the mindset. Like Masvidal is a veteran's vet. He's been in this game a long time. He has been in more fights than some of those old Russian heavyweights that I always forget their names. Yeah, and before this run, obviously, um, before the Darren Till knockout, before Ben, you know, before Nate Diaz, before Diaz, he was he was a journeyman, right? He was just a guy who's kind of bouncing around. He was he was he was he was a lightweight for a little bit, and I didn't like him at fifty five. No. He looked real sucked out. He was long. This is his weight, right? Like this is the best he fights at. Mm-hmm. That said, I just does he have the ground game? To I don't see it. I don't. He, he's not as athletic as Kamaru. He's not. It's like with when you're looking at these fighters, like a, like a fighting video game. Like Kamaru has like point one stats higher in everything than him. But yeah. geez, but but like he has. Jorge has that, like, special combo. Like, if you can hit his special move, you can win. Like, He's, UFC would love if Masvidal wins the belt here. Oh, yeah. Like, Daniel will, Daniel will be jerking off on his way to the, standing over him. Yes! Yeah. Finish him! Do it! Unfortunately, uh, I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think Uz- Usman, he'll get stuffed a few times. Masvidal is going to hold his own first, second round. But, you know, you get, you get deep into those championship rounds. You get to the third, you get to the fourth, you get to the fifth. And that's where Kamara wins. And it's going to be a lot of just, you know, Usman hugging him. It's going to be a Usman just kind of, you know, working inside, working the clinch. If Masvidal can get out of that and not get frustrated, he, he needs to not get into that game. If he can dictate the pace and dictate, more like the, the, the space, not the pace. If, if Jorge can dictate the space, I think he has a shot. Because he's smart and he's so crafty. And I think he can hit Kamara with something that he's not expecting. His craftiness, like his, his craftiness is at 100. When he walked up on Leon Edwards in the back of that and hit him with a two-piece in the biscuit, you know. Mm-hmm. Little, cra- mm-hmm. little crafty. Little crap, little craft mac and cheese. <laughs> Rob is over there just wondering what I'm smoking. Be a pro <laughs> is what Dan said. What, uh, what, what's your take, Rob? Who do you got? Who you got here? Oh, Masvidal all the way. Come on, are we kidding? Guys, let's be real here. Okay, let's get serious. Okay. Masvidal. Uh, why? Yeah, any reason? <laughs> I mean, if you need a reason, why are you hosting this show? I think we all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would love it. I see it as a one in ten chance of Jorge walking out with his hand raised. Um, yeah, I think Usman wins. I think goes the distance, too. I think Usman yeah. by decision. Is that again? Maybe I, I oddly think like maybe an Usman submission win. It's just like a, a, bad, like a rear naked somewhere. It's or a something. bad matchup for Jorge. Yeah, like you just start throwing Masvidal against guys that like are going to be entertaining fights. Nate Diaz, you just anybody that can strike with him. A Kevin Holland, Jorge fight would be so great. Uh, Holland's kind of falling off because he's been fighting wrestlers. 
Yeah, that's you, a good he has the same thing. If you keep him with someone who wants to stand with to him, that's stand an, up, it's yeah. an interesting. Yeah. Fight. It's a fun fight that's to good watch. Point. Uh, I would love to see him against Darren Till again. I'd love to see Jorge, back, yeah. Jorge Colby, even though it's not the best matchup for him. Colby likes his hands. Colby's willing to stand. If you know, which uh, is, I don't think he wants to smoke with Colby. I think it's the same thing with Usman. That's kind of like similar, where like Colby uh, no, probably takes no, him no, down no, for no. five rounds because I think Colby's way more cockier than Kamaru. Like Colby's will, like Colby will think he can beat Jorge in the standing and get his jaw broken. Yeah. Where Kamaru, I think, is like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do to win this fight, and by the numbers, like, what do I need to do, percentage wise, to put myself in the best positions to walk out with my hand raised and keep that belt around my waist? Okay. Also, I am so upset the BMF title is not up for this. Yeah, like, I also it's kind the, of a weird thing to walk around with, right? Like to the press conference. No. No, because uh, Colby Covington still walks around with the interim championship. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, still. <sighs> I just... When you're going, you're going for a real belt, I just probably don't bring a, a made-up belt that The Rock gave me. He beat Nate Diaz for it. It doesn't mean anything. It's as close to the red paint as you get. Just All right, well, keep defending the BMF belt against like all these rando catchweight fights. Who okay? All right, another question. Who is next up for the BMF? Probably Diaz again. He'll probably run it back because he said he would. Really? Yeah, I think he's, he's like, uh, I'll, I'll let Nate do it because obviously the stoppage where Nate was cut mm-hmm. up top, yeah. Doctor stoppage. I think he wants to run it back because he knows he, he like he could beat Nate ten times out of ten. You think? Because I think they're both interesting. What are, What are you doing? Talking to the mic. Sorry, uh, I had to pee a little bit. Are you peeing into a bottle right now? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm a pro, so, you know, keep, keep, keep the show must go on. Uh, yeah, they're both well, or lightweights that came with the welterweight. So, you know, I, I see that as a good fight. Like, I used to hate that fight in the beginning because I never really saw Nate Diaz as a 170-pounder. Mm-hmm. But then Jorge's kind of the same thing, which is why I want the 165-pound weight class. But, you know, that's me. Oh, you're, pro, you're, you're a Rogan guy where you're just like, give me a weight class every five pounds. No, no. A 10-pound gap in those three weights is super important. You need a 55, 65, 75. Okay. Then you go 190, maybe a cruiserweight, 225. You drop light heavyweight. I was going to say that we kind of go through this division. Anybody that's interested in matchup for Jorge when he loses, uh, Neil Magny. Really? The dude who will just fight anyone? I'm just the whole division. I'm trying to find some matchups for him. This this has been the worst. Like it's the best division and the worst division. So I want to bring this up. The term squatting on your spot. So annoying. Errol Hawani brought this up originally, and that's saying if you have a, a high ranked fighter, you don't need to take a fight unless it benefits you. And I think that's effing ridiculous because why are we doing everything amongst these rankings? Like they're literally just numbers. I mean, probably uh, him and Wonderboy. Be a good matchup. That's what everyone said. And he, he yeah. was, was Wonderboy ranked seventh? Wonderboy's five. He's five now? Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Uh, he's up a little bit. I guess. Who dropped below him? Who's like right below him in six and seven? Uh, uh, Michael Chizia. Chiesta. Chizia. And uh, Vin- Vincent uh, Luque. Vincent Luque? Okay. Ooh. He's kind of on the rise a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'd be, but uh, again, like somebody that'll stand with him. So yeah. Wonderboy would be a good matchup. But I feel like we saw that same fight with the Wonder Boy versus Tyron twice. Woodley? Yeah. No, because I don't think either of them go to the ground. Like, Woodley wants to get the fight to the ground. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, to, to the, the, the Wonder, I think Wonder Boy is probably one of the only guys who can, like, beat Kamaru like, in this division at this point. But that's almost the same fight as fighting. Like, Kamaru's just a better version of what Woodley was in his prime, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He, you know, he can wrestle when he needs to, when he wants to, and his striking is, you know, phenomenal. Okay. Uh, I mean, Darren Till already moved up, so can't really run that back, right? Who else, no. is, who else is in there in the rankings right now? Just run, run it down from, like, 1 through 10. Colby, Gilbert Burns, Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards, how is he three? He hasn't fought in years except for that. Lost. Well, he poked a guy's eye out. I mean, this is the definition of squatting on your spot. I mean, did we not just talk about this? I mean, what sucks for him is he's tried to get a fight. He's wanted fights. He called out Shamaya for a long time. They thought they had that finally together and COVID. And then, you know, with the Bilal fight, like, he definitely doesn't get a title shot. I mean, I would love, like, so he's fighting Nate Diaz next, right? Mm-hmm. If he loses to Nate Diaz, I think he drops down into that, like, 8 to 10 range. If he beats Nate Diaz, I think then maybe he gets a shot. Ivan Huerta. Says McGregor versus Masvidal for the BMF belt. 
Connor doesn't want that smoke. Connor gets. I would like that at one seventy. Connor gets just knocked out, like cold, like stone cold. It's a lot of weight, but Connor looked big at one seventy when he fought Cowboy. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying Connor is a one seventy pounder by any means, and I'm not saying he's competitive at one seventy. He doesn't cut weight at one seventy, where Masvidal probably walks around at one one ninety. Two hundred five. Two hundred five. Yeah, he's much bigger. He's just too much big, like too much weight. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's still a really interesting fight for the post Connor years. So I think if Connor loses to Dustin again, he becomes the new Nate Diaz in the sense that he's no longer like valuable in the competitive circuit, but his name is so big. It's just the name so you just gets you money. Yeah. yeah. So I think still. you just find interesting matchups for him like that. And you mm-hmm. try to run those out. You just, you cater every matchup for Connor. Same. I mean, if Masvidal loses this, you just start catering his matchups. Too. Which I think is bad for MMA and the UFC. It's probably good for the UFC, bad for MMA in general. Cause I would like to put the starlight and the spotlight on the competitive nature of the champion of the person who has that belt around their waist. You know, I, I don't like hyping up these fighters who, you know, aren't necessarily well, up to scratch Some of these more. champs are, you know, kind of boring. And, and, who's, and whose job is that to make them interesting? Dana. Yeah. yeah. So, Dana, uh, I'm calling you out right now. Um, hopefully, next time we see each other, you'll remember who I am. You probably won't. No Just, chance. Nah, nah, zero no, chance. Nah, zero. You didn't, you didn't even see who I was in talking the first time. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're basically BFFs. Masvidal versus Jake Paul. <laughs> I'd buy it. That's a that's Bill Schofield there. Um, no, I think if if Masvidal wins here, it's a, it's interesting for the division. If Usman wins here, it's not so interesting for the division. Okay, that said, uh, we'll circle back to our earlier conversation. What does that mean for Usman if he wins this fight? Like his legacy, I guess. Do we try to bring GSP back for him? And GSP just moves up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think GSP can make fifty five. By any means, yeah, and that Habib fight's probably not happening. Never, ever. Nope. No. So this is this. If you if you can build a narrative around Kamara over the next two fights, then bring GSP back for him. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Because nobody in this division, like Gilbert Burns, is going to get another title shot. I don't know. No, probably not. I can see Gilbert Burns eventually being a champion. I don't think it's his time yet. Like Wonder Boy makes a run. I mean, I feel like Wonder Boy. This is his time to. If he gets a shot, he could knock off Usman. I don't yeah. think he. I don't think he defends it a lot, but I think he, I think he can get it. There's a lot of dudes in that are still ranked that have lost a lot lately. Like Woodley's still ten on a four fight lose streak. Yeah, I think he three. He, I think three. he's. I think he's in discussions with the UFC right now. Like he might get cut. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much more they're uh, gonna be together. And honestly, he's been really boring in his last few fights. Uh, you know, yeah. he's he's not. I. It's. I'm sorry that I'm a guy for nostalgia. I'm kind of. A sucker for that. Like, I remember the 2008 Ben. I remember the strike first Tyron Woodley. You know, I remember that guy. It was just going after people as a monster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still him anymore. You know, I think I don't, age does a lot to you, especially with financial security and children. And I just don't think you become the animal that you once were. Uh, Reed White asked, midget boxing on Saturday night. That goes head no. to head against this. Uh, I'm gonna go with the lower or the shorter guy. Low man wins. What's a what's a low blow in that? Like they're, they're, they're short you gotta touch. To you here. pretty much touch the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? what, what no, we the only in they're LPs and we support LP professional wrestling here. I don't know about LP boxing. Uh, well, I'm pro any 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 job that can get right now. You know. It's I tough mean, out there. Yeah, it's, it's tough out there, especially yeah. for the LPs. Yeah, and, it, you know, uh, as a guy from Philly, I'm very familiar with Midgetville. Um, LPville? LPville, yeah. Little Peopleville. Mm-hmm. They call it Midgetville, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a full town of midgets in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's a real place. Tell Check me, it out. Tell me more about it, then. You just got to go down Narnia, you know. Mm, Narnia? You, you got to figure it out. Is there a cupboard I need to go through to get there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Would there be a lion and a, a witch I can meet? Uh, Not quite. There's no witch anymore. Flying monkey? Witch fell on, or a house fell on the witch. It's actually just a heroin addict and a pit bull. Okay, yeah. so I'm, I'm used to this. This is like yeah. home for me. Yeah. It's in Delco, yeah. Do so you, it's very on brand. Uh, I appreciate that. And just, the pit bull is not wise, nor is it a benevolent ruler. <laughs> it will just eat your toddler. And they won't put it down either. Just no, no, no. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a toddler's fault. It's either sink or swim at that point. 
Yeah, no, that's, the, what, that's uh, what you do. The Spartans used to leave their their children in the wilderness, yeah, yeah. to fight it, and they would and come like back with a wolf. Either come man. back a man or don't come back at all. Uh, yeah, that's technically child abuse. No, no, I don't think so. Would Peter be getting involved? No, because you can leave your kid at a firehouse until they're fifteen, I believe. I want to recreate that of just some mom dropping their kid off for school, but it's like, why are we going to the fire department? Love you, honey. Never see you again. And she goes into her hot girl years. What was what was the podcast we talked about this on where they just work for the fire department now? Oh, uh, did we talk about? I think it was off air. Was that off air? Where I think it was just off like air. you drop them off at the fire department, you throw them through a slot, and then yeah, they're the firehouse. Oh, that was now. at the dinner. That was at the dinner at uh, whatever the fuck on oh, rainy. Yeah, uh, no, with uh, Rao and everybody, when they came back here to try the seltzers. Yeah, you drop them off at the fire department, and then they just work for the fucking fire department. Yep. I, I like this. I like this. And, and they become the like, yeah. cities. They're the city's kids. Yeah. Yeah. And the city takes care of them. The city gives them jobs. Until they're 18, and then they get to choose for, their, for yeah. themselves. Yeah. Be like, oh, you could no, be a stay. firefighter, or you... I mean, you've already got this. They've already invested in you. The city's got you. You know, it's like the military. Like, they can't let you get out after a few years. You got to do at least a, a five-year contract after you're 18. We've done 18. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, child, being, a, like, you know, forcing children into military service like a child soldier, that's immoral. But I think child firefighters, pretty, who doesn't like a firefighter? I like right. This. They take care of the dogs. Well, this was similar to my politician plan where it was mandatory police service for all politicians. Everybody should be a firefighter. I like that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all kind of against fire though, right? Uh, I think we can all agree to be anti-fire in certain situations, yes. What about anti-fire Pokemon? No, I like going, so Charmander was always the move because you want to, I always want the hard road, right? Mm-hmm. I want the road, I don't, like anyone that took Bulbasaur, they're a coward. What? If you took Bulbasaur as your first Pokemon, you're a coward. Far superior Pokemon. Uh, just so you had an easy path, the first two gyms, no, rock so and eat. water. Okay. No, you get to Venusaur and then you have Hyper Beam. Charizard's way better. No. Oh, Dragonite's the best, so it's fine. Uh, out there in the chat, uh, name your favorite original of the 150 in the chat real quick. Just tell us what's your favorite Pokemon and uh, what you chose with in the starter game, because I know you all played it. I can tell you right now, it's all about Diglett and Dugtrio. And I'm gonna look, and I'm gonna bring this up for you real quick. My favorite Pokemon fan art of all time. I'm gonna go and go and, go and put that on the put that on the screen there. There, up. Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon of all time, Dan? While he does that, all time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Probably, uh, probably Eevee. Eevee. Okay, just a lot of options. Just gives you options. Yeah. Pass, pass to your team. Different, like different paths. Yeah. And then you kind of fuck around with who you want to be. Maybe even you stick with like a level 100 Eevee. Gangster. Yeah. We're, we're waiting on Rob here. You know, at this point in the time, we've, we've covered it, and he's just bringing up some Diglett fan art. Up yeah, so there. we're both on Usman, by the way. Yeah. You take Marty. That's, that's the safe play there. Um, yeah, still waiting on his fan art. No. Not nowhere to be seen. Not, it seems, what is it seems happening? like he can't find it. Man. Now, now I know how it feels to be like Ross right now when he's just like waiting to see some picture of some old celebrity and he's just kind of doing this. Yep. yep bigger. Could have found this myself. Yeah. yeah. Don't even know what I'm looking for. Could have found it. Oh, actually, uh, the, real, the real gangster move in Pokemon was uh, <laughs> catching, yeah. a, catching a magic carp. Oh, there we go. There's the fan art. Are we allowed to show that? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> Why? It's not, there's nothing graphic. It's just a diglet. Yeah, it's just a diglet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I think we end on that, guys. Um, tune in with us tomorrow. We'll be watching the fights. There'll be a jack session, I think. So I'll probably still be here for that. And uh, go find that diglet fan art and uh, put it on your wall. Yeah, I'm about to get a massage. Find, find out the real truth about diglet and Doug Trio. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very good, good night. Good night, good night, good night everyone. everyone.